What kind of an organization do you think we are exactly? <laughs> you know, some are really quite sophisticated. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> A wooden leg named Smith. What's the name of his other leg? <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Mike and Dow show. <laughs> Just kidding. I actually like the name. That we're going with that. Yeah. Welcome to the Mike and Dow show. If you show. have not uh, heard our show before, you're missing out. My gosh, we talk about everything. Definitely missing out. We solve the world's problems and, and tell, tell no one. No one. There's our catchphrase. Man, it's all just really coming together here. So, I was uh, walking down the street. And this homeless girl said to me, you know, your life really gets better when you smile. (laughs) And I was like, (coughs) and I kept on walking and she started laughing at me. Yeah. Ambition story prevents me from smiling. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's what I should have said. (laughs) Like, yeah, it caught me off guard. Yeah. No, but she does have a point. I mean, what did mom used to say? I mean, you smile, it releases endorphins, you know, similar to like when you've just exercised. So you just, you legitimately start feeling better just by forcing yourself to smile. Truth. (sighs) Yeah. Truth bombs. So... So this is a topic that's on everybody's mind. I mean, you know, everybody you is know. concerned about it, obviously. Anybody we just anybody. had some recent events in, uh, like, within this week, I believe it was, or this within the last two weeks at least. Richard Br- Sir, Sir Richard Branson uh, flew into space. First time in his life, apparently, and uh, he uh, mission uh, was successful. They flew into space. He flew into space. Yeah, Not I think heard he was about by that. himself, but yeah. I also heard uh, Jeff Bezos was jelly. Yeah, so that's he made the other his one. own rocket. There was like some kind of petition saying that we should like not let Jeff Bezos back onto the planet like <laughs> he flies off into space and we're just like yeah i'm sorry uh the world has agreed that you cannot come back we lost your landing coordinates jeff <laughs> have so a nice funny. flight it's hilarious what what i'm i wonder if this is like a catalyst of the divorce or if he's just like had this in his mind for a long time i guess when you're a bajillionaire you don't really care i don't know it just seems like you would have done this before you know i mean well isn't that what kind of jordan peterson talks about i mean most guys who become crazy successful see that's the funny thing right the rhetoric is like oh these these uh you know there shouldn't exist billionaires shouldn't exist and it's like well or or you have privilege simply by because you're white and all the billionaires are white and it's like well well hold on hold on um First of all, it takes a very specific kind of person to attain that level. 
and if you'll notice, there's not many of them. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Uh, Dave Ramsey's conducting one of the biggest surveys studies on millionaires. No, they already completed it. Uh, yeah. Chris Hogan, Chris Hogan spearheaded that. Yeah, and it's like ten percent of of millionaires are from inherited wealth. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think that stat's a little deceiving. Well, I don't know the actual stat, but it's like, I don't know that they became a millionaire because of inheritance. It was like a small percentage received an inheritance that like assisted them, but didn't actually make them a millionaire. That's, I think the, of, of the people that receive inheritance, that's the most common thing that happens. But of those who receive an inheritance, like that was, that it's a low percentage. Actually, I think I can just look this up. I bought Chris's book and I started it, but I have not gotten into it yet. Chris Angel? Chris Hogan. Oh, there it is. 79% of millionaires did not receive any inheritance at all from their parents or other family members. There you go. 79%. See, that's like, see, that's kind of deceiving in our language, right? We say the majority, well, technically a majority, that's 51%. But 79%, that's way more than 51%. That's like a, I don't even know what that's called, a super majority, a lion's yeah. share, a substantial amount. Yeah. That means 20% of millionaires did receive an inheritance from a parent or family member of some amount, not necessarily like, oh, I was broke and then I received an inheritance and now I'm a millionaire. See, I'd like to jump into that that percentage, right? That 21%. What's that about? Anyway, so so the world has decided, apparently, we're not letting Jeff Bezos back. Yeah, and I, for one, am in support of that. Uh, he is, however, turning over the reins of Amazon, I guess. He's stepping down. That's interesting. So where did like, okay, so space travel, right? We're segueing. We actually haven't even jumped on the topic yet. So Mars, oh. right? Oh, yeah. Mars. So, right, the space race, it was all about space. And then after space, it was the moon. And then after that, it just kind of fizzled out, right? And we've always had Mars in pop culture, like Edward, Edgar Rice Burroughs, his Mars trilogy, Right from nineteen, what was it, nineteen thirty or something, nineteen twenty? I can't remember. So that's always been there, and then recently, Tesla, SpaceX, yeah, uh, um, Elon Musk, Elon Musk. Wow, Judas Priest. Yeah, Elon Musk uh, put a Tesla on Mars. Crash landed a Tesla on Mars, which is he put a spaceman with a space suit, SpaceX suit. And he crashed. Yeah, is that the one that's in the roadster? Yeah. I don't know if he's, I thought they sent it. They just, they just threw it at Mars. I don't think they're even, it's not even connected to like a jet and it's going to just stay in orbit around Mars. No, it's just, they, he, I think he just, they just threw it at Mars. So it's going to like crash land on Mars or if it hasn't already. Yeah. Elon Musk said he loved the absurdity of launching a Tesla into space. What a stud. Which I think Elon Musk pronounces it Tesla. Oh, does he? So I've heard him pronounce it in videos on right. YouTube. More of a, like, more of a Z what? sound. Yeah, I think he's wrong. He seems like the type of guy who would say 
Boise. <laughs> what a tool. And, and I'm sorry. I just, anybody who pronounces something like that, I, I can't agree with. I'm sorry. I can't take you seriously. You know what? We're just going to end the podcast right now. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. It's, yeah, we're done. <laughs> Tesla. Come on. I've heard, I've seen a few of his interviews with stuff. He's he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders. I mean, the guy's like for a yeah, guy who's shooting for this for space and Mars, he's he's pretty well grounded, you know. Yeah, I started reading a uh, a biography written by yeah. some reporter. I think it was it on your Nook account. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's, that's the one I started reading it, and I got a I got a, a bit into it, and I I don't know, I got like distracted at work, or I don't know, fizzled off cool. with it. Well, I mean, you know, there's some biographies, like real, I guess, well done biographies. They they kind of have, they kind of have some dry sections. It so there was so we got we made it to the moon, right? We yeah. and then and then like the space race, like it was ultimately one. I mean, we got it first. We put an American flag on there, right? And we're like, yeah, take that, like yeah, Russia, yeah. and we thumb our nose at the at the uh, the communists over there, you know the. Uh, what are I don't even know what the formal title? Who cares? The Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of fizzled out, right? I mean, we got all these satellites ring, ringing the planet, and you know, there's just like no reason to go to space. It's like the collective kind of realized, yeah, that's cool and all, but like, there's nothing out there. Why do yeah. we care? It's like exploring the deep ocean. It's like, yep, cool. Yeah. What. Like it's that line of uh, the finest more stark than that. Sorry, in space, ahead. yeah, sure. Well, like the finest hours, right? And she's like, "Oh, I'm afraid of like deep water." And he's like, "She's like, I don't know what's under there." He's like, "Well, it's just more water." <laughs> yep. Just it's just space. it's just it's just more water. Hmm. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that kind of fizzled out for any number of cultural reasons, right? So NASA, for some reason, still like kept kicking around. I don't know what they were been doing for the last like 40 years or 30 years, whatever. But regardless, yeah, so space. So essentially, Elon Musk, like he's reusing rockets. They're doing all this stuff. They, he, he's basically done way better than NASA has ever done in its entire history, just in the last like 15 years. <laughs> mm. As you know, the free market or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, one could probably argue that we're in a more modern age too. Yeah. Well, more... I think he's there. I mean, he's kind of created a market for rockets. Yeah. And so that fine tunes the manufacturing, right? So then we mm-hmm. get reliable, better, better rockets. Cause he's, he's launching these things and then they're landing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, technology is definitely advanced for sure. That way. Um, there, I think they're talking about like doing like flights. Cause you have yeah, a, a launch be- pad, right. That's out on the, in the, in the, the bay near some land mass. Right. And it's like, Oh, I'm flying to, I'm flying from Florida to Singapore. Right. So I, I take a boat after the launch pad. I get on the rocket, you know, with my carry on bag. It launches me up. It's kind of like the old Concorde plane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Launches me into space or like near space, very high up, come back down for landing, 
uh, just off the coast of Singapore. Uh, I get off of the landing pad, take a boat into Singapore, and there I am. Boom. You know, however Boom. long that took me, I t- it takes, uh, you know, I don't know how long that flight is. It's like, what, a day, 20, 26 hours? Who knows? And it, you know, drops it down to some extremely low percentage. I don't know, three hours. I have no idea how long, but I mean, it's significantly. So for like the uber wealthy who need to travel around the globe, just jump on. Concord. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The, the SpaceX rockets, they're reusable apparently. And you just, oh, it's just awesome. But my question is this. Why? Why visit Mars? I mean, we've we've got pictures. They've put Land Rovers on there. We've got all these drones and fun little toys, and then we're doing that. And and obviously, we need to probably expand that. But like, and maybe that's the point. Is like, well, what is on there? Mm-hmm. But like, Mars why is like the icon of science fiction, perhaps pulp science fiction for like decades isn't it i think it's longer than that but yeah totally agree latest debut being perhaps mark the martian andy weir's the martian oh in in pop culture the latest thing yeah definitely probably andy weir's that thing was huge that book was so popular and then they made a movie and the movie was crazy popular yeah so it's like it's still this the next logical step that pretty much everybody can you learn about the solar system, build your styrofoam ball model in fifth grade or whatever. And you're like, yeah, like Mars, Mars. is the closest planet to us. It's like, it's right there. Let's do it. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know. It seems like Elon Musk toys with different big s- science fiction ideas like that you know on his twitter account at least just kind of do you follow him on twitter no but it seems like i hear about it often enough yeah musing about this or that or pontificating some i don't know question he does i i I want to say it was like a YouTube clip or something, but he, he's just kind of got this attitude of, or maybe it was the biography that I was reading, but he's just got this attitude of like, why aren't we shooting for the stars anymore? Literally. Like why, like we yeah. can accomplish really amazing things, but we just don't have, nobody's got that drive or that single minded obsessiveness that. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, where were, it seemed, what was it in the forties and fifties and sixties, right? It was, there were mountains to climb back then. Yeah, so to speak. And now no one feels like climbing mountains anymore. Sort of a commentary on our generation. It's those it's those uh it's those damn millennials. That's what it is. They're lazy. Yeah. And all they want to do is play Nintendo. Yeah, they just want to like hang out and watch Netflix and stuff. Yeah, Netflix and chill. Why go to Mars when I can just yeah. Watch See, but that gets uh, that gets to it, right? I mean, why Mars? Like what is the pull for those who are actually feeling the pull of Mars? What what is it is it the new moon? Like the new part of the space race, the next leg of that race? Cuz it's not really a drive like oh we want to be first, it's more of like 
almost like colonizing. It's like we're trying to make science fiction of our boyhood's reality. That seems to be like what's driving. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. It's like, I read this in a book. Let's try and make it happen. We're already doing it. So Tricorders, Star Trek. Uh, now I got them. Tricorders. Google's been working on that. In a field, medical diagnostic field kit. So, okay. Here's a brookings.edu article. Five reasons to explore Mars. Number one, understand the origins and ubiquity of life. Okay, that's so so broad as to be like worthless, but understand the meaning or origin of life. Develop new technologies. It's the biggest question to life, the universe, and everything. Mm Forty-two. I mean, I mean Mars. I've thought about it a lot. It's Mars. Encourage space tourism. Now that actually, that's that's actually I could see. Okay, okay. Advanced science. There you go. Did I did I list all five? That was it. I don't know. That sounded like five. Those are the main headings in that article. That I um, some of those are legit. Okay, well there you go. In my narrow-minded opinion, I mean, okay, so that's a that's an argument that I've heard, right? So if if we're able to, if we get our rockets and our satellites and and just general space travel down better, so mm-hmm. that this is you know more of a fine science, so to speak, rather than Oh, we're making our space capsule from scratch. No, we're like manufacturing them like like Ford Focuses. You know, we're just spitting out rockets all the time. Ford Foci. Yeah. So this idea of like going out, and, and of course this is an argument, and I'm not convinced, but this is an argument that, oh, we're, we're using up all the natural resources of the Earth. So, you know, we can just go out into space to the asteroid belts out there, land on some giant asteroid that's circling the universe, and it's going to have, it has all these uh, different minerals and we could start mining on it. So we go out there, we mine gold, copper, you know, zinc, uh, you know, all the, all the stuff we use in our electronics and then come back and then we perfect that to a level where it's actually um, uh, profitable and then the space race is on, right? So essentially the same thing with Mars. Like if we discover something on Mars, because just going there and setting up shop just for the sake of being there and setting up shop, that just doesn't seem, I think that's enough to get us there, but not enough to sustain us there. Yeah. Well, terraforming Mars has long been a, uh, I don't know, a dream, I guess, of, like scientific exploration, space exploration. It's like, well, well it's, if we could land on Mars and we could like start causing it, we could like expedite the evolutionary process on that planet or something. Yeah. Well, it's a hallmark of SF, right? Yeah. It's almost like a, a it's one of those technologies that you just kind of accept and move on with the book, you know, or the well, story. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, it's well like, we terraform Mars and so now blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Because mostly it's like, yeah, I arrive on another planet and I plant a tree. Boom. I've terrified. <laughs> Done deal. It. I mean, isn't that the basic 
And never mind, I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking No, but it about. is, right? I mean, well, that that's the other question. Is it feasible? So I watched this YouTube video and it was just this channel that kind of like test these things out. What's it like on it, the Mariana Trench and what's actually down there and blah, blah, blah. And what would it take to live on Mars? And it's like, well, it's actually quite difficult and and dangerous. I mean, you have to set up a home base. Everything has to be imported to you. Mm-hmm. So oxygen, uh, food, water, um, and that's just the basics. Then you've got all these other logistical, technical issues. So like waste products, what do you do with that? Then you've got uh, safety issues because you can't have any of the atmosphere of Mars coming into your habitat because okay. it'll kill you. <laughs> so you have to build the habitat such that it can be like, you know, like a submarine, right? Oh no, we're taking the water. Well, okay. You got to cl- cut off that, that section so that no more water will get to the rest of the ship. So it's going to be a similar, s- similar problem you're going to face. Mm-hmm. So, so you're, you're, we're expending all these resources and time and, and everything just so that we've got somebody permanently on Mars. And then going out into onto Mars, like walking around, it's not as easy as they portray in the Martian where Matt Damon's all out there, right? I know, but how cool would it be? I know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. That's that's right. It's like how cool would this be? Like that would be so rad. Yeah. No, I, I mean I was just looking it up. Apparently, it's like between 128 and 333 days to get to Mars on manned missions. Based just on traveling. Manned missions. Yeah, just traveling. Oh, my gosh. It can take almost year. up to a year, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't seem... Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's fantastic. It would be sweet to do it. But it, it just begs the question, like, unless... Like, why hang out there? Like, let, by all means, let's put a man on bars and, like, do it. And definitely explore the place, maybe even do some core sampling for sure. Mm-hmm. And just general exploration of the place. And as of technology, of course, gets gets better. And then while we're doing that, why don't we put a space station on the moon? You know, why not? Yeah. Um, but the only thing I can think of is if we find some incredibly valuable mineral or something. So there has to be some economic incentive for, for, for sustained reason to go to Mars. In, I don't oh, know. There is none. There's much smarter, smarter Unless people have been on this by problem. Going I'm there, sure. They discover some sort of material unobtainium incredibly it's on mars yes then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah now there's some big reasons to go to mars frequently we got to get shipments of this unobtainium ore (laughs) yeah yeah it's the stuff science fiction stories are made of yeah exactly our brother-in-law, that's like pretty much what he loves reading about. Really? Space exploration. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The Martian was like right up his alley. He was like, he was all about it. He loved it. The idea of it anyway. Did 
he read the book? Do we know? I don't know. It may have not been quite in line with his sensibilities. Well, he's definitely an engineer. So, I mean, they kind of, well, I mean, that, that book yeah. is all about engineering. I mean, it was just like engineering problem after engineering problem after oh, engineering yeah. problem. Yeah, he goes out. He goes all over it. But he also like it uses some strong language. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. It's still pretty fun, though. Yeah, definitely. We should buy a paperback for him and then just like black out all the swear words and send it to him. <laughs> you would probably really appreciate that. I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I've I've actually reread it. It's pretty fun. I don't know. It's just, it is. It like appeals to all of our boyhood imaginings, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, let's go to Mars. Biker mice from Mars. Do you remember that show? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Biker mice from Mars. I can't even remember all the Mars. I mean, there's so many pop culture references to Mars. It's it's ridiculous. Well, how would we do it? So, assuming it is worth it, or it doesn't even matter. We're we're already moving that direction. There's like a swath of the population that's like working toward it and that wants it to happen and everybody's down but like how would we do it well we hire Andy Weir to run that that makes sense SpaceX (laughs) I don't know Elon Musk uh, is pretty much kicking butt and taking names I don't know Jeff Bezos and uh, Jeff Bezos Richard Branson, what's his name? We'll just take Sorry. Jeff Bezos' divorce settlement proceeds and <laughs> donate it to the cause. Exactly. We'll get Richard Branson to chip in, to, you know, the GoFundMe account for Andy <laughs> Weir running go SpaceX to, to go to Mars. So Richard Branson's got his own... Uh, Virgin Galactic, it's a spaceport. He has a spaceport in New Mexico. I know. And to think, I was on his cell phone plan for most of my 20s. <laughs> See? You've, Virgin you've, Mobile had the best deals. You, you successfully contributed to our, our trip to Mars. I, I feel like I helped Richard Branson get, get out in space. Yeah, you, know? you totally did. <laughs> Some of my burrito money went to his fund. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know, he made a, a decent uh, cell- cellular product. Yeah. <laughs> I contributed. So that is the other question. Like, who would most likely be the ones to do it? I think, personally, Elon Musk is the closest presently. Mm. And he's only, what, in his 40s, maybe early 50s? Yeah. How old is Elon Musk? Hey, uh, he was born in 1971. So what does that make you? He was born in 1971? Oh, he's 50 then. 50. Like Yeah, he just turned days. he just turned 50. Like Oh yeah, uh, like 20th. 2 weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. July. Oh yeah, so he's he's 50. So shoot, he's got another 15 to 20, 
working years and knowing him and his schedule, he'll probably work till he's drops dead. <laughs> probably. I mean, did you see his like, I read about his work ethic. I mean, the guy's insane. It's like, when do you even sleep, sir? Well, yeah, I know. But I mean, I was going to bring up his Fitbit for the brain. That oh, I've never even like heard of this. What is this? Company. Um, there was like this recruiting effort, kind of a public recruiting effort that he made on YouTube like last year where he's advertising for the company and what they're doing basically brain like synaptic implant he keeps calling it a a fitbit for your brain is this like a is this a requisite for billionaires do they just like have to have their fingers in cutting edge stuff but they have their fingers in like multiple cutting edge pies i mean it's just an ambitious guy yeah and they've got the the capital to just kind of do it yeah. So I don't know what the latest is on that company. I should. Uh, yeah, we should totally look that do up. Some, some Googling. Do we know what the other ones are doing? I mean, Jeff Bezos, yeah, he's going to space, but I mean, is he, is he thinking about, or is there any rumors of him? Like, I don't know what he's going to do post retirement from Amazon and post divorce. We can rule out Bill Gates. He just wants to, like, you know, manipulate the world. He doesn't care about space. Yeah. Although I read somewhere or heard somewhere, Bill Gates is buying up farmland. He, he owns like forty percent of the farms in the country. Yeah. Yeah, he was like putting plans together for how to avoid pandemics back in twenty fifteen. <laughs> Like, he was talking all about how we aren't prepared for a pandemic. Well, there's a lot of things we're not prepared for. Uh, Elon Musk's company, Neuralink. Neuralink? That sounds cool. says the future is going to be weird. Yeah, it is. Is, There's a coin-sized chip. And they were, they have working prototypes. They operated on pigs and had installed this thing and they were looking to build an automated mach- a machine that automates the surgery process which wires up things it like takes little hairs basically like little wires and it basically stabs it into your brain sending electrical signals um yeah wireless charging stuff like that i can't remember what the primary use case is uh, yeah i'm just wondering like what's the purpose of this it could help the coin size device could help a paralyzed person operate technology oh yeah see this is like some advanced sci-fi blade runner stuff right i mean yeah well, that's uh, uh, Dan Brown, one of his books. I can't remember what it was. I think it was Origins or something. He, he's like talking about the dawn of a new race. And we're going like, what are you talking about? And so you don't, you know, the big reveal. Oh, spoiler alert for everybody because I'm about to spoil it for you. But it's essentially this like melding of machine and man, like technology combined, right? We've got 
Cyborg. And it's just more of that. Yeah, cyborg action. Like we have these augmentations, right? Soon, you know, people will go around. I mean, it's all totally SF stuff. I've got multiple augmentations, like, you know, muscle augmentations, bone augmentations. You know, I don't even know. Like you could just go nuts with it. And then implants. I'm actually controlling, like instead of, you know, swiping with my fingers on my screen now i'm just like controlling it with mind impulses they've already got like for amputees they have uh like i think they're working on like brain signal stuff like what you're talking about as well as mm-hmm. muscle ah it's just wild it is wild it's it's cool it's cool i don't think they they for all of the people studying how the human brain works people still don't have a lot of good answers if, from yeah we don't know brain. anything yeah. <laughs> about the brain but we know enough to fiddle with it for sure yeah that's the thing we know just enough to like be really kind of dangerous i guess but elon musk elon musk insists he's being very safe well i believe him I do too. I think I mean I like him. I like Elon. I'd yeah. vote for Elon. As far as like the super wealthy guys, uh, I'd take Elon over. Yeah, you could do a lot worse. Oh yeah, Bill Gates. I mean, the guy's a psychopath. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but that's oh funny. well. At the very at the very least, he's a narcissist. But a narcissist <laughs> is like how Jeff Bezos operates, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows Jeff Bezos is a psychopath. Jeez. <laughs> or sociopath. Do your research. I don't even know the difference. Functioning sociopath. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch with the lines. I really want to watch those again. I never actually finished it. There were four seasons, and then there were like seven years between the third and fourth season. I was like, yeah, okay. I guess this show's over. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is going to get in the Tesla and fly to Mars because Andy Weir is going to figure out science. I purchased Andy's newest book, Project Hail Mary. It's kind of dealing with the moon a little bit. Oh, interesting. So I know he wrote that one yeah, apparently it wasn't that popular. Artemis. Narrated by Rosario. Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, she says Soka now. Yeah. Has that come out yet? Uh, no. I think it's the only show on Disney Plus I was excited about. Ahsoka? Really? Yeah, but they're probably going to mess it up. That's so be weird because like, you hated her character. That's funny. I did. I kind of still do. I mostly do hate the the uh, CG cartoons developed yeah. by the cowboy hat wearing dude. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. I like that he's such a super fan and everything, but like, I don't really appreciate the cartoons. Like, I can't stand that they're made for kids. I just want them to be made for me. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't very entertaining. These are cheap jokes. Just... <sighs> Face palm. Everything. I thought Rosario did fantastic in The Mandalorian, 
And obviously too. the the character Ahsoka is now significantly older. Right? Yeah, which is great with me. Like, please be older than a teenager. Yeah, because that was just like really She's like the last Jedi out in that vast out in the sticks dystopian post empire galaxy. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I think there's a cool story to be told there. I wonder if I wonder if Ahsoka would ever visit Mars. Yeah. It's like how many light years away from our galaxy? Dude, I don't even... All we know is that it happened a long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far, far... I can't even far, keep this Far, far away. <laughs> and that's relative, right? Far, far away? I mean, I, I mean, space is yeah. so vast. I mean, what's, what's far, far away? Yeah. Everything's far, far away. Seriously, Mars is like a year... Jeez. Well, space travel, right? Space travel, it's all about you're speeding up as fast as you can like live yeah, without being crushed to a point where you reach the, what, the apogee? Is that even the right word? The apogee of it? And then you've got to start slowing down Uh, at a level, at a rate that you don't kill yourself again until you then arrive at your destination. Yeah. That's that's crazy to me. And that process, at least with our current technology, takes like just about a year from for us to get from Earth to Mars. And that's is that assuming they're they're nicely placed in relation relation to each other? I assume so. Like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like Earth's on one side of the sun and Mars just happens to be on the exact opposite. I mean, that doesn't seem very nicely placed. We'd like want to wait until it's closer to us. Yeah, a little bit better placed. A little better placement. Or arrangement, whatever. I'm pretty sure they do do that. <laughs> do do. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Until next time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bust. On the Mike and Dal show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, son. My gosh. <laughs> We'll have more to talk about like what makes sunshine and how can you feel it and how can in your soul today <laughs> there is sunshine in my soul today yep all right well there let's do it again thanks for joining us folks please don't leave a comment yeah, we don't want to hear from anybody <laughs> we don't want to hear from anybody Oh my gosh.